Uh, Whoa, we are back for the third interview episode of Home Out Advantage Wrestling Podcast. I'm Sam Herring, and today we are joined by a very special guest. His name is Bo Nickel. He's a four-time NCAA finalist and a three-time NCAA champ. And very recently, he made the U23 world team. Congratulations on that, Bo. Thank you. Yo, Bo, so glad to, to have you join us today. Um, you know, before we hop into the interview, very quick shout out to our sponsor, Tony Rotundo at WrestlersOfWarriors.com. He takes some awesome photos. I highly suggest you guys go uh, go check that out. But, whoa, what's what's popping, man? <laughs> Nothing much, dude. Just uh, been training, been you know wrestling a lot, and I'm excited to to get on this podcast and talk to y'all for a bit. <laughs> awesome. Let's let's jump right into some questions. So, my first question is obviously. Um, what got you into wrestling, and, and what was your infer- first impression of the sport? Well, wrestling uh, has kind of been part of my family. My grandpa wrestled in college, and my dad uh, wrestled through high school and wrestled in college for a little bit, and then he ended up uh, playing football for a few years. But his first job coming out of college was as a wrestling coach, and so I just kind of been it's been part of part of my life since I since I was born, and um, I uh, started when I was about five years old, and pretty much loved it uh since the start just um I've always enjoyed the sport and I kind of knew early on that I wanted to uh pursue it but yeah I, I just uh was a family thing and I uh kind of started out that way what do you think about wrestling made you love it right away right off the bat what do you think attracted you immediately um I think that the people that I was around did a good job of like making it fun for me just like you know not not taking it too seriously right off the bat but I, I just enjoyed like the just the actual sport of like you know f- physically being able to just like compete with somebody in like the different positions and uh just like kind of there's always new stuff to be to be done in wrestling and I think that's something that excited me on top of that just the fact that it's an individual sport you know it's just just you out there I think that those are some of the things that like early on I really I think identified with and appreciated about it were sports something that you did as as a child you grew up doing other sports not just wrestling yeah yeah so I did uh, a bunch of different sports growing up I played soccer played baseball played football did track and field so I did I did swimming so I did pretty much all the sports that you could do growing up and Mm -hmm. I uh, continued with football for two years of high school. And then after my sophomore year of high school, I just was straight wrestling. Um, but yeah, you know, I did, I did a lot of different sports growing up and I, I really love sports and still to this day, we'll like go play pickup football games with my friends, pick up basketball games, you know, play dodgeball a lot in the wrestling room and stuff like that. So <laughs> I, I do love sports. <laughs> Dude, dodgeball at, at the NLWC is, that's intense, man. It's scary. It gets pretty serious. Yeah. <laughs> um, so did you have a lot of success early on, like like in, in youth and in high school? Yeah, um, I would say that I did have a, a good amount of success. You know, I wasn't one of those kids that, like, never lost and, you know, won every single tournament and stuff like that. Like, But I, I did I did win a lot. You know, I didn't really I, – I, I won, like, the state tournament at the states that I lived in, like, every year up until my eighth grade year was the first year that I lost at the state tournament. But, um, you know, and then I – 
would wrestle all over the country, do like Tulsa Nationals and the USA, like Folk South, Sound Greco Nationals and stuff like that. I won a lot of those tournaments, but, um, you know, I, I always, there was never like a long period of time where I, I didn't take a loss. So, you know, but I would, I would do well at most tournaments, place pretty high and stuff. Yeah. Do you remember the first big tournament you ever went to? Um, yeah. So I wrestled in the freestyle and Greco Nationals when I was, I think, maybe like nine years old. And my very first match, I, I wrestled Zach Hall in Greco. And he oh, smashed wow. me. He smashed me. He, like, tech-balled me. And then I ended up getting third. And then I wrestled him first match again in freestyle. And he smashed me again. Wow. And I got, thir- I got third at that <laughs> in that one, too. Dang. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. you, you and Zach Hall wrestled a lot um, through your childhood, didn't you? We wrestled, uh, I, I don't know if we wrestled a bunch, but I, we were in the same bracket a lot. Like, I, it's kind of funny now. Like, I look back on, like, the brackets that I was in when I was really young, and it's, like, mostly guys that were, like, like small guys, like, 25 through, like, 49. Like, a lot of those guys were in my bracket, and now I'm, like, a lot bigger, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, like, uh, I know, like, Joey McKenna was in my brackets a lot, and then I'm trying to think who else. Like, Zach Hall, like I said, and... Uh, like Anthony Valencia, I guess he's a little bigger. I wrestled him a lot, but but yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, the small guys that oh, are yeah. pretty successful now that we, I wrestled when I was young. They had like a, I saw a picture of uh, I don't know what tournament it was it I don't know what it was, but I I pulled it up and like first place was Dean Heil, second place Anthony Valencia, third yeah. place Joey McKenna, fourth place Zach Hall, fifth place Isaiah Martinez, and sixth place Bo Nickel. And yeah, that, you guys are all at what? It's eighty pounds. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. That was Tulsa, yeah. I think. Tulsa. It was. Yeah, that yeah. was an insane bracket. There was like, I, I mean, if you look back and you you got the whole bracket, there's probably like, like ten or fifteen guys that wrestled Division One just in that wow. bracket alone. I mean, it was insane. Like, it was it was pretty crazy. So how is a how's a kid wrestling in this like this big tournaments? How how did you have to like finalize your mindset? How did you work on always having that like competitive mindset mm-hmm. for for big tournaments right yeah i think like for for me when i was young i wrestled you know most of the year but i also did other sports like we talked about like played football played baseball and stuff and so like i never really like wrestled year round and so i could kind of like really like like take some of the stress out of it just like in football season and baseball season and stuff because i just played those more just like for fun and and uh, I wasn't, like, as serious about it. But for, like, sp- specific tournaments and stuff, when I would get there, like, I'd always be nervous and stuff. But I uh, I think that it was, like, it's just always been in me that, like, I do wrestling because I love it. Like, I enjoy it. And I, I don't love just winning, you know. Like, if you want to just win, then you can do something a lot easier than wrestling and win all the time. Like, play video games or something like that, and you can win a lot. But... And it's a lot easier, but wrestling, I just truly enjoyed the sport and tr- and enjoyed like uh, just competing and all the different like new ways to find how to score on opponents and just being creative and stuff like that. So I just always tried to focus on that, just enjoying it more so than than tr- feeling like I had to win. So growing up in Texas as a wrestler. What was that like? Were your friends able to support it, understand it, or was it a little bit of you had to separate yourself from 
uh, the rest of the people around you. Yeah, well, I, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting because a lot of my friends were wrestlers, so they got it. You know, I'd hang out with a lot of guys that were wrestlers and stuff, so obviously they understood the sport and whatnot. But my, uh, my group of friends that I had were pretty much all athletes, and so they, they, they got sports and athletics, but wrestling was something that was very different and not super popular in Texas. So, like, it was kind of cool just, like, having them – uh, like some of my friends that didn't that didn't do the sport come to events and like try to learn and try to figure it out and like I, I had a, a good group of friends that like they would come watch me at home duels and come come watch me at tournaments and stuff like that and so like it was pretty cool like they had no idea what was going on but they would just be there supporting me which was cool you know and it wasn't super big like in my high school like we wouldn't get a ton of people at matches or anything but like I my my friend group did a really good job of supporting me and stuff it's mm. awesome um, how were you able to grow your wrestling to such a high level in such a, um, I'm, I'm going to call it a poor wrestling state where it doesn't have the, uh, athletes yeah. and the coaches that states like Pennsylvania, Ohio, and New Jersey might have. Right. Yeah. Well, one thing that, uh, really helped was just like my dad, he would take me anywhere that I needed to go to find good training partners and get good competition and stuff. So I would say the a huge majority of the time, when I was competing, it wasn't it wasn't even in Texas. It was out of the state. You know, we'd travel up to Oklahoma, and then my high school team we would we would uh, we'd wrestle all over the country. We'd wrestle at the Ironman. We'd wrestle in California and Wisconsin, and you know, all over the place. And so we we did a really our, my high school coach did a really good job of making sure that we got good competition. And of course, like I wrestled a lot of freestyle and and did that with uh, you know wrestling in Field Cadets and Akron, wrestling in Fargo, stuff like that. So. I, I spent some time at the Olympic Training Center, but I think that like I would just credit most of that to my dad and helping me get the right uh, coaches. If like he was a really good coach himself, but you know if he if he didn't know know the answer to a question, then he would he would find out and he would get me to the right people and make sure that I was getting good training and and getting to the right competitions. So were you always at in in Allen? Did you grow so up? no, so I was born in Wyoming or I was excuse me I was born in Colorado I lived there for a couple years and then I grew up in Wyoming and that's where my dad's family's from and I was in Wyoming for about 10 years until I was I'd say 12 and then I moved to New Mexico I was in New Mexico for a few years and then I was in Texas from the eighth grade through my senior year of high school so I was kind of all over the place (laughs) wow yeah so for for being an Allen did you have to so for like so for duels, right? Did right. you have to do you have to travel around? I knew you guys are kind of right by Dallas. Yeah. But um but it's all like spread out in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, so like how how Texas works is your you just have like your district which is like I don't know, like 30 teams and maybe maybe less than that, maybe like 15 or 20 teams and you just duel like a few teams in district. So we'd have like maybe like like five or six district duels. And then other than our dual tournaments, or I mean our duels for district, we would wrestle in Texas like one time, and then every other tournament that we had was outside the state. So we would do tournaments in like Kansas City, we'd do tournaments in Oklahoma, and then usually like once a year we'd travel pretty far, like somewhere like we went to Ironman one year, we went to the Zinken uh, Classic in California one year, we went to uh, the Cheesehead in Wisconsin one year, so we would have one trip where we went like pretty far, but... um, 
Yeah, we we would wrestle our our dual tournaments and then or our duels and then our district regionals and states, uh, for in Texas and that that was about it. I mean, I would say state tournament was in Austin for three years and then and that was like a four hour drive and then Dallas my senior year so that was real close but mm-hmm. we didn't really have to do a ton of traveling in the state because we just didn't compete there that often. Have you been able to um, go back and and kind of promote the sport in Texas and been able to promote Texas wrestling all over the country? I mean, I hope so. I feel like like uh, I try to just represent the state to the best of my ability. We've got a lot of great wrestlers that have come out of the state. Um, You know, you look this past year, we had both me and Jack Mueller make the national finals, which was pretty crazy. And, uh, you know, you have a lot of a lot of guys that are that are Division One uh, wrestlers come out of Texas. I mean, a lot like relative to what it used to be. You know, you have uh, Nick Renan, Jack Mueller, me. Uh, a couple of years ago, you had Ophir Bernstein, who was All American for Brown. You got my high school teammate uh, Oliver Pierce. He wrestled for OU for a little bit, and then for Arizona State. And so you you see a few guys uh, here and there from Texas, and hopefully, you know, we'll, they'll continue to to improve and you know, I try to get back when I can and and do camps and uh you know come to my high school and just be a little bit of a motivation for the wrestlers there because you know I think that if you have the right mindset and you you put yourself out there and make sure you're going and competing all over the country and competing with the best of the best like it's not as easy when you have to travel a bunch but you got to do what you got to do to to make that happen and I think that like I'm a good example of of that and you know you can do it even if you're not from a state that that is necessarily super has super strong wrestling tradition Mm. so a little bit of a topic change so who played the biggest role in the growth of your wrestling um just overall yeah you know that's i have to say my dad just like the amount of time that he put in uh an effort into me just making sure that i um, had everything that I needed to be a, as successful as possible. He, he, he did a really good job of just like leaving it up to me. So, you know, it was never one of those things where it was like, he was forcing me to, to do stuff that I didn't want to do. But I, I remember there were so many times when he'd be like, Hey, you want to wrestle at this tournament? And if I said yes, then we would do it. If I said no, then we wouldn't do it. And he basically just pushed me like as hard as I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I just, there's countless times when it would just be he would run a high school practice and I would practice with the high school and then a youth practice and I'd practice with the youth when I was you know fifth sixth seventh grade and I would do two practices and then after that those practices he would be the, me and him would be the last ones in there just working and you know doing extra strength conditioning stuff squat jumps different things like that and so just I'm very grateful for uh, my dad and having him just support me and and help teach me because. I would not be anywhere near where I am without him, for sure. That's awesome. Um, so what's, a, like, a defining win or, or, like, a loss that you had as a high school wrestler? Man, <laughs> that's a good one. I uh, I think that um, I had quite a few, honestly, uh, wins and losses um, coming through high school that, that, really, that really motivated me a lot, but... I just think of back to um, my freshman year in high school. I uh, lost in the state finals. It was like an, it was a pretty crazy match, and um, 
that like really that really hurt me because I uh I, I in New Mexico I wrestled varsity in the eighth grade and I took second in state there in the eighth grade and then I felt like I was a lot uh, much improved wrestler and I I moved states and was in the state finals uh my freshman year and I I came up short again and that like that really hurt me bad because it just felt like you know I finished the same place two years in a row and like I really I wanted to be a four-time state champion and you know I want to be a five-time state champion and then ended up you know having to feel like I was gonna have to settle for being a four-time state champion and then lost that one so it really it really crushed me but I think that I look back and I'm just grateful for it because it really motivated me a lot and it made me just not want to feel that ever again and Mm. you know I felt I felt it more times going going through uh high school I think another loss that I had that really motivated me a lot was my junior year I wrestled uh Isaiah Martinez in uh in a match um in California and it was like it was a crazy match uh I felt like I didn't really get very many calls my way and it was kind of like in his hometown but it was like it really like crushed me and I I like went big for a couple moves and I I got put on my back right at the beginning and I had to come back and then there was just a point at the very end of the match when I was down by like I was down by like one or two points and I tried to like I could and he was dead tired I had taken him down a few times and I could have just like kept taking him down and I like tried to hit him in a cement mixer and he caught me and took me down and Uh. I just think back and I'm like man like like that 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 really helped me learn like part of like my wrestling style is definitely like going big and stuff but like you can't you can't just like rely on that you have to build right. or like you have to basically like have your 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 solid stuff and then like then build off of that where because like I just I knew I could have taken him down other ways I just mm-hmm. I just didn't wasn't there mentally at that point so that those were two matches that like really stick out to me and I feel like I don't I'm not really like upset about them anymore but like I just am more grateful and like you never like to lose, but I feel like I learned a lot from them from that, yeah. those uh, those matches for sure. It's good to have that experience. Um, mm-hmm. so uh, so which colleges recruited you? Yeah, so uh, when I was looking at schools, I uh, I looked at quite a few schools. I looked at um, obviously Penn State, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, OU. I liked University of Virginia. Um, those were probably the main schools that I looked at. Uh, so. Yeah, they, they were they were recruiting me, and I uh, had an awesome awesome time just like meeting the coaches and meeting all those people, and the recruiting process was was pretty fun. So, but why did you end up this with uh, with Penn State? What made you decide on them? Yeah, you know, I felt like uh, I I visited a lot of different or a few different schools, and I uh, when I got to Penn State, it was like they were really just like relaxed. They were themselves around me and I didn't feel like they were just trying to tell me things that I wanted to hear. And I just felt like they were very genuine and they cared about me. And on on top of that, they had just like an incredible, incredibly successful program already with, I think that year they had a national finalist at like, it was something crazy, like 57 through 97. And uh, those were like all the, like all the weights that I was around. And I just looked at like all the partners that I would have and stuff. And, there was just so many reasons to go to Penn State, and I feel like looking back on my time, I realized a lot of things that just that were more than I could have even expected coming here, and I I feel like so blessed to 
have made that choice and just like had the opportunity to compete for Penn State for four years. So what what makes PSU so different than all the other D1 programs? You know, I think like the way that we approach the sport, I think is is a little bit different. I think that most pretty much every guy that we get on the team just loves wrestling, you know, like if you don't if you don't love wrestling then it's that's that's the type of kids that we try to recruit. I think people that just enjoy the sport that uh you know, want to be there and they want to uh, you know, come in every day and just they love it you know i think like for me personally practice is one of my is like my favorite part of the day just being able to come in and work out and stuff and it's the same i'd say for for a lot of the guys on the team and they just they they love the sport and want to improve and want to be the best and i think that that's just recruiting kids like that and having coaches that really um are going to do whatever they can to uh help us achieve our goals you know whether that's in wrestling or just in life I, I just feel like our coaches really care about us a lot and it's it's a lot more than just a business to them it's more than that it's it's relationships and the coaching staff really just trust each other and they're they're there for each other and they care about each other the same as the athletes and I uh I'm just very grateful to 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 have been a part of that and to still be a part of that with training the Nittany Line Wrestling Club. Mm-hmm. Sam you still there? You got questions? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, sorry. So, how does a great high school wrestler uh, go into college and really have success at the college level? What are some transitions that have to um, be made for that? Um, it's it's interesting because I feel like things have changed so much since the time that I came out of high school to now just like kids kids seem a lot more prepared and ready whereas like you know when i was coming out i feel like it was a little different and and especially before me you know it, it was almost like essential to take a red shirt year like there, you, you rarely heard of kids not taking a red shirt year and now it's like kind of it's pretty common i just feel like that's due to kids like having really good training partners and being able to go work out with the rtcs and stuff like that so i feel like nowadays kids are a lot more college ready than than what they were even four or five years ago and so um just some some a few things got to change mentally I think just like confidence wise like a lot of times you know you come in and you just you assume that I I I don't I never really felt like this but I think some people come in and they assume that like they need time to get ready to win when in reality it's like you can just go you you got to be confident in yourself right then and there like I know like one thing that helped me was when I came in I was like I'm trying to beat everybody. Like, I'm not trying to just like hang in there with these guys. And yeah, like I did, I did get my butt kicked a few times, but like, I'm trying to win, you know, I'm not trying to just like make it through the practice. Like I'm trying to get better and, and I wanted to be the best. And I think that just having that mindset of continually trying to improve and continually trying to be the best you can be rather than just like, you know, assume that like somebody's going to beat you, you know, you never, never just like, like take a step down and like let somebody, beat up on you because they're you know they've been wrestling in college for a few years or anything like that mm-hmm. like it's just I think that's that's part of what what slows kids down sometimes transitioning I mean obviously there's there's big differences in like the strength and maturity and a couple like specific technique position and positions that that you have to learn but like I think like the main thing is just confidence in yourself and like really believing in yourself is is something that that you have to like you have to go through it and experience it and understand that like your skills are 
are a lot closer than what you think. And yeah. uh, that, that's just like kind of what I've realized after going through it. So right away into the Penn State room, did you have, did you struggle to have success against those really elite college wrestlers or did you go right in there and hang in there with them or, or even have success? Yeah. Like, well, I, uh, I think that like right away I, I did have some success, but there were, there was like a little bit of a learning curve. Like I, I, I had to wrestle, you know, I'm thrown in there. I'm wrestling really good guys, you know, Matt Brown and David Taylor, Ed Ruth, coach Kale, coach Casey Cunningham. Like I'm wrestling some of the best guys, Morgan McIntosh, you know? And so, there was a little bit of a learning curve, but I, I figured it out pretty quickly. There wasn't really like, there's only a couple workouts that I can think of, like my redshirt year where I really got like, like, like beat up. And I think that that was, that was just like some physical maturity that I personally needed to go through. Like I wasn't, I wasn't as strong as I needed to be. Like I needed to gain some strength and stuff. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I really focused on that, but yeah, you know, like there was, there was definitely practices early where I would get, would would get I don't want to say really beat up because I didn't really get like thrown around or anything but like where like I was getting beat and that was very unusual for me because that didn't really happen for me like in high school or anything and but I think that I responded to it well and it wasn't something where like it got me down it did it wasn't mm-hmm. like upsetting it was upsetting for me but like it was upsetting because I want to win and I was going to do what I needed to do to make that happen and so yeah. I think it was very positive for experience for me like having to go through that when you first got to Penn State and you and you uh wrestled your first practices there what were some things that you noticed that was different about their practices and the setup for them yeah you know I think that uh we do a good job of like um wrestling through position so just learning like like how to drill continuously and like you just keep going rather than like get a takedown, stop, stand back up, you know what I mean? So I think that that's something that we do that's a little, that was a little different for me. And just like one thing that is a little, that was a little different was we just, we play dodgeball pretty much like every day for warm up, which is sweet. (laughs) It's fun. I love doing that. So dude knows what I'm talking about. It's, it's in, we keep the environment. It's very light. You know, you never, you never really see people walking out of practice with their head down and, and feeling sorry for themselves that most people they, they come in with a smile on their face and they leave with a smile on their face which is something that i think is pretty cool and unique how, so how do you feel that that first red shirt year how important was that for your growth of wrestling and and do you feel um that you really needed that or or um could you have gone right out of the gate i think that i i would have been able to compete right out of the gate i think that i needed to do some like maturing physically like I said just get stronger and uh but luckily for me I had some great mentors and I had a guy ahead of me and Matt Brown that was a, a national champion that year and who uh helped me out helped me learn a lot and um so I didn't have to but I think that like I was ready to go and I was ready to compete with with uh the best the best guys but kind of like I said I, I needed to gain a little bit of strength physically and I needed to gain a little bit of confidence and uh that red shirt year really helped me do that if you could describe the um the PSU coaching staff in just one short sentence how would you do that what would you say 
man, I would just say they're they're uh, all men of high character, and they just they care about their team. That's just that's who they are as people. They just there are people that you can count on, and they they care about all of their wrestlers for sure. It's mm. awesome. Um, so, what do you think you would have done differently looking back on your high school and college career? What are some things you would have changed about your attitude towards wrestling, or or however you went about getting better? Hmm. Well, that's interesting. You know, I, I I look back on my college career, and uh, I. I, I feel like I did everything that I could have done to be the best that I could be. And so I feel very, uh, I feel it's something that like, I don't really, re- I don't really regret anything. I don't have any like regrets looking back on it. I, I think back to like some of the losses that I had and those still, they still sting. And, you know, I didn't, I wanted to be a four time undefeated national champion and I came up short of that goal. But I think that, and and it still hurts. So I mean, obviously, if I could change things, I would change those the losses. But now I look back, and there's a lot more that I appreciate about my college career that I I didn't think about. I didn't think I would have. I didn't really consider going into it. Just like the friendships that I made, and the memories that I've had with my team, and um, the moments that we've had together. I mean, we got to compete in so many awesome atmospheres and so many different arenas, and like, I mean, just wrestling and wrestling in rec hall, wrestling in Bryce Jordan center, being able to wrestle in Madison square garden, you know, some of the, some of the biggest arenas in the country in front of thousands and thousands of fans is it was, it was pretty incredible. And I think like my mindset grew, uh, appropriately to where I was at just in like the way that I looked at the sport and stuff. And, um, I think that it was like kind of on pace with the way that my skills were developing too and, and stuff. So I don't really look back and like, really want to change anything about where I was at mentally or anything. Just like I do wish that I could get some matches back where I could re-wrestle them because I think that most in, in the matches that I lost, I don't think that I really performed my best and that's upsetting. You know, I think that if I perform my best and I lose, then I can be more okay with it and, mm-hmm. and accepting. But I, I feel like I just, it was like not, it wasn't, they weren't my best performances and, so that's upsetting to me, but at the same time, I know that I gave 100% effort every time I was out there on the mat, even if I didn't perform my best. And so I'm I'm confident and comfortable like being done with college wrestling and feeling like I made the most of it. Dude, that's awesome. So now kind of looking forward, um, when did you decide you kind of wanted to fight in the MMA? Yeah, so um, I've always enjoyed watching uh, MMA and watching – the UFC and and stuff like that and uh since I was really young probably like middle school is when I I first started watching fights but it's always been something that interested me I never really knew that I I was gonna pursue it full-time until I'd say maybe a year and a half ago maybe two years ago that I got I started thinking about it more seriously and um yeah that's I'd say probably like two years ago I started just like being more serious about it considering it because I uh I think it was just like getting to that point when it was like it was actually like more of a possibility. But for now, I'm I'm excited to continue to just wrestle and train and try to win an Olympic gold medal next year. And yeah, um, that's what that's what I'm most excited about right now is just wrestling. But uh, MMA is definitely definitely in my future. And so, you know, when the time comes and I'm ready to transition, then I'm gonna 
be transitioning full time and it's gonna be a lot of fun I'm excited about that as well how long do you plan on staying in, in the sport of wrestling or do you um or do you even know yet or is that something that'll just come and you feel it yeah I think it's more so gonna come when I when I feel it I, I don't really have like a set timeline I uh right now my heart's still with wrestling and I still love it and I, I'm always gonna love it you know I, I know that if I if I wanted to I could compete in wrestling until I'm 40 years old and just and, and love every second of it and enjoy it and I, I just think that like MMA brings a lot of new challenges and you know being able to learn different skill sets being able to learn different disciplines is something that's really exciting for me and um, I feel like I'm always going to have that like wrestling base and foundation that I'll be able to bring to MMA but I think that like for now I'm just excited to continue to wrestle and when when I feel like like I'm I'm done and ready to transition then I'll transition full time but it's not it's I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Do you think you want to you think you want to have a a club kind of like David does? Yeah, I mean ideally I would I would start gym in state college, you know, I want to stay in state college and be able to uh to train wrestling still at at Penn State with an NLWC and stuff and you know, I I feel like even if I were to transition into MMA, you know, I I could see myself transitioning to MMA and then coming back for for a year to try to make the Olympic team, things like that because I'm never going to be so far removed from the wrestling community that that I lose it. You know, I still plan on training wrestling, you know, regularly and I'm not going to I'm not just going to completely abandon that because it's, a, it's such an important part of, of MMA, you know, but I would love to start a, start a gym in State College. Maybe uh, I've talked with David a little bit about expanding M2 and, and putting some cages in there, something like that, but we'll yeah, see. That's in the future, sick. so that's in the that's future, sick. so we'll see. So, you know, not, not too long ago, you were coaching at M2. Right. Um, what, did you, what did you learn from that? Did you learn anything from that, coaching at M2? Oh, definitely. Um, being able to to do that was was incredible. I mean, there's so many kids. It's like it's crazy to me because I always think about like where I was at when I was that age, and like I was nowhere near the skill level that the kids are these days. Like they're doing moves that like I didn't even know until I was in college, and they're like nine years old, and it's just it's crazy to me. Like the the access to training partners, the access to coaches that there is, it's just like it's pretty cool. And and being able to to go in and, and help the kids out like that's something that's very gratifying for me and I feel like it's very it's very cool to be able to do that just because I know like when I was that age if I had a coach um come in that was like a division one wrestler or anybody that that had done anything like that was like huge for me and it was definitely like not only a big confidence boost but like there are a lot of people that just helped me a lot in learning different techniques and stuff like that so being able to give back is really cool. And I definitely learned a lot about like coaching and when you teach, when you like sit and slow it down and break the technique down, then I think it, it does. That definitely helps you get better as a wrestler too. So I, I definitely benefited a lot from being able to help out at M2. That's awesome. All right. Okay. Here we go. Just last couple questions. So, but what do you mix miss about Texas? Oh man, Texas. I definitely I miss a lot about Texas. I miss my friends. I miss uh, just there's so much to do where I was at in Dallas. There's just like there's always new stuff coming in. I mean, just like things like we'd get we have Top Golf. We have like outdoor wakeboard park. They have like indoor skydiving. There's like a, always shopping all around. So just like the area is super cool. It's a super nice yeah. place to live. And 
the weather's nice, the barbecue's great. So I definitely miss a lot of that. I would say the thing that I miss most are just the people. There's so many great people down there and people that I still stay in touch with and and miss a lot. But it's a great area. I'd love to be to go back there and, and live there at some point in my life. So just uh, not in the near future, but some point yeah. down the road. I mean, hey, is, is Pennsylvania home to you yet? Being yeah, definitely. In- State the state college area actually reminds me a lot of Texas. I mean, the people here are so nice, so supportive, mm-hmm. and I definitely have like a, a just a really solid community of people around me that are that want to support me and that that uh it's it's pretty cool like to uh, be here just with like I, I couldn't imagine leaving just having my teammates and my coaches here and just a lot of people that I love. So yeah, I, I definitely call state college home for sure. State college is a great place to live. It's yeah. probably why I live here. You know, it's pretty great. Um, okay. Well, we do have some questions to get to. But first, I have secret questions that I uh, that I have here that are not on the dock. All right. So answer them honestly. So, okay. But what is your favorite meme? Current and then all time. My favorite meme? Favorite meme. Uh, man, I got to think. I, uh, hmm. I'm gonna look into my to my saved uh, post <laughs> on, on my Instagram right now. Yeah, man. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of Bo Nickel memes. I've been seeing more and more lately. I, uh, I, I I've been seeing a lot more lately. But I I've got a pretty there's a, some pretty funny ones that I watch The Office a lot, mm-hmm. and so there's some pretty funny Michael Scott memes. I'd say I'd say it has to be something something Michael Scott related. Michael Scott's <laughs> funny dude. Or Office related. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you do you follow any like uh, wrestling meme accounts? Um, I don't follow any, but one that I've been seeing lately is Bobo Wrestling. <laughs> that, that yeah, man, been, I, I know. <laughs> they've been having some some good posts lately. You know, they, they have some that are suspect that I that I don't really get, but they've also been having they they've had some pretty good ones recently Bo- that I've liked a lot. <laughs> the Bo Nickel meme page. We're here yeah. to support the goat at no pickle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, it says on their it says on their bio that their goal is to to get Bo to follow. So I, I uh, might have to at some point. They're not there yet, you know. They they, not... they might get there soon, but hopefully <laughs> at some point I okay. might get follow. You hear that, Bobo? You need more. Uh, you need more Bo Nickel memes. <laughs> All right. Um, Bo, uh, what's your favorite video game? Man, I do not really. I don't really play video games. I Ever. I don't do like Fortnite or anything like that. I uh, Mark Hall I does. do play. He does. Mark's a and beast. And away. Right. Jordan, yeah, he's he's insane. Those dudes are insane. <laughs> They're. I'm not. I'm not really a gamer, but I do play uh, Clash Royale on my phone. Oh yeah. A little bit. So that, <laughs> that's. I, I would say one of my one of my games that I play a little bit. Nice. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, who's one famous person that you want to meet? Ooh, a famous person that I want to meet. Yeah. It's tough. Hmm. Famous person that I want to meet. John Bellion. He's my he's my favorite artist. No, I was so. gonna ask you. So, so that's your <laughs> your your runout song. I was yeah. last year, and then was it the year before? Or? It's uh, been your runout song been, for a while. It's been my runout song since my sophomore year. Yeah, that's what I that's what I thought. Um. What what went into the, to deciding to make that your runout song? So my buddy uh, Bryce Meredith, he showed me John Bellion like the summer between my freshman and sophomore year. It's great, and dude. so I just I just started listening to him, and I just started listening to his music, 
And as soon as I heard the song, it's Hand of God, I was like, mm-hmm. this is my run out song. Like, that's it. Like, I, I just, so like, good. I just knew it. I felt it. And, like, every time, like, like I'll just put my phone on shuffle and when it comes, like, when I'm driving my car and if it comes on in my car, I just, like, turn it all the way up and, like, just the first drop is so, is so it's dope. So good. I just love it. I, yeah. I, yo, I have it on my shuffle, too. And, um, <laughs> I mean, you time it so well when, uh, cause they, cause they like, they're like, bone nickel and you run out and everyone's applauding. And then when the applaud dies down, it has the, the, I am just a man part. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> it all works out pretty well. It's, it, it's definitely the, the best run out song ever. Thanks bro. I appreciate that. <laughs> I um, feel like I'm going to keep it like that. I'll keep that until, until I'm done competing with anything. So yeah, hopefully maybe one day John Bellion will perform live for me. From just for you like that that'd be <laughs> sick that'd be awesome someone get <laughs> belly in on the horn you can ask yeah me. seriously get him on the line <laughs> Dude. uh so what's your favorite wrestling tournament ever to wrestle in oh the the ncaa tournament it's it you can't beat the ncaa tournament i mean the energy the the fans the just like being down there on the mats like just it, there's so much cool stuff about it like being able to to wrestle at that tournament you know i i watched that tournament i think the first time i went there was seventh or eighth grade in st louis and uh not so being able to come full circle and see it as a spectator and as a as a fan and then being able to compete it compete in it was super cool so it's by far my favorite tournament that have uh that i've wrestled in dude that's sick all right all right sam i'm done with my uh my special questions. Now you can go into to our, our, our questions that were asked to us. Yeah, we got some questions that were asked, and, and Bo, I'd love to hear your thoughts on these. Um, these are mostly preference um, questions, and the first one comes from Dyson Gould, and it's, do you guys prefer books, articles, or videos to take in information about the sport and get better? That's definitely, for me, I... I love watching videos like mm-hmm. when I was young I would always watch just like as many like YouTube highlight videos of wrestlers that I liked as I could and then I would just try the moves that I'd see on the videos like I still do that a lot like I'll just watch highlight videos and just try the moves that I that I see on video have you ever watched your own highlight videos like they have yeah. on YouTube <laughs> you ever try hit those moves <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's kind of weird though because a lot of the moves that I hit in those videos like I don't really practice I just like like I just do them in a match. Like it's I don't know. It's weird. Like obviously I, there's moves that I practice, like my go-to stuff, but there's certain stuff that I just like hit it when I'm there, when I'm out there. Like like the like the splatel at Iowa. Yeah, like I I literally hadn't done a splatel since I was like ten, and <laughs> I used to hit it a lot when I was young. But like it just was so weird that like I hit a splatel. Like I just kind of fell into it. But that's crazy. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's awesome. Nuts. Um. That's weird. Like I hit like a left-handed single leg in the national finals my freshman year, or I mean my sophomore year against Gabe Dean, and it was like I've never like hit a lefty single or like practiced that, but I hit it in the national finals. Like I don't know, so weird. Yeah, Dude, that's awesome. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. I definitely have to agree. I, I vid- videos are much better in my opinion for for learning and getting better, especially because wrestling is a um all all hands on um. Mm-hmm. You learn with your eyes. You watch right. stuff, but you don't really learn that much, as much, I'll say, from articles or books. Um, yeah. How do you feel about state or states? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. So when I 
when I grew up, I always said state. And it makes the most sense to me nice. to call it the state tournament because you win this, or to call it state because you win the state tournament. You don't win the state's tournament. And there's only one state. So it's not, a, it's not plural, right? Like you're not winning. Right. You're not winning that's multiple states. You're winning one state. But mm-hmm. I do say states now. I don't know. I just feel like I've been on the East Coast for a while. Yeah, it's PA. So. Yeah. But I think it makes more sense to call it the state tournament. I mean, think about this. Yeah, so for, for PA, right, there's there's double right. A and there's triple A. They have big schools, small schools. Yeah. So there's two state tournaments. There's 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 states, right? Also, mm-hmm. within the state tournament or states, they they have whatever, fourteen different weight classes, right? So yeah. it's not just a singular state tournament. But there you only win state one state tournaments. Right. You right. you only win one. But um, See, you know, so I think you, you can go to states, but you 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 win state. You win state. You, you win yeah, state. You're gonna you're gonna win the, you're gonna win state, but you can go to states. See, I get so I guess there's room for both. I I kind of disagree with uh, y'all's arguments for them. I I Let's definitely think I've I've always said state, but now I've figured out that you can say both, and they're both correct. So yeah. I don't look at it as when you say states, you're saying plural states. Okay. I look at it right. as saying states, state, apostrophe S. Okay. So it's a contraction state of is? championships. All right. So it's like, oh. yeah, I, it's, it's possessive of the championship. Right. Yeah, yeah. So the state championship. So then it's like when you say worlds, you're, it's right. not like you're competing in multiple um world universe i mean hey listen if if people from like mars or pluto or someone want to come like i'm sure we'll let them wrestle i just i don't don't think they're really uh they're really down for that so so it's like it's like it's saying it's it's the world's championship like it's the state's championship right and then if you want to say state that would be assuming that the championships follows but then when you say states it's including the championships Uh, that's kind of how i look at it that makes, right, sense. We, that makes sense. We settled the argument. You know, there's no, <laughs> there's no more debate on this. It's been settled. Oh, that was a question from uh, Glendora Russell, which I think is a school. So, uh, here we go. Last question of the night from Dyson Gould again. Thank you, Dyson. Um, he asks us strength training or cardio to get better. You can only do one. Like, what would you prefer? Um. Well. I get my cardio from wrestling, so I don't really. Yeah. Need to do cardio. So definitely strength training. I, I don't really, uh, I don't really do cardio. I know that my roommate Anthony Kassar, he loves doing cardio. He's always running around, you know, going to the YMCA swimming, getting extra cardio <laughs> in. So. Shout he's got to gotta, Anthony. He, he's got to do strength training more though, doesn't he? Uh, I would say mostly he just runs on the treadmill, and he he loves going for long runs, you know, five six miles, and and you know swims walks stuff like that so i don't really see him lifting ever but i mean i'm Dude, in there a did you lot. see that picture did you see that picture on his instagram of him with the with those dumbbells i'm pretty sure that's photoshopped because i've never i haven't seen him in the weight room one time <laughs> since i've been at penn state but you know you see him running on the treadmill a lot Yo, i live with him so i know he's going out and running every morning getting that cardio in but all right well i hey you're you're the you're the roommate we should probably take your word on that <laughs> Definitely, definitely. <laughs> you can't ever trust the Instagram. People always Photoshop and try to make themselves look good. Exactly. Anthony's exactly. probably not. Dude, I rolled with him, like, last week. He's not that strong. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that. Yeah, it's, it's all for show. 
<laughs> awesome. Okay. Guys, I think that about does it. You know, it's about, right. you know, 45 minutes. That about does it for this interview episode of Home Man Advantage Wrestling Podcast. Huge shout out to Bo Nickel. What? <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, that I was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. That we're a pretty fun, <laughs> fun group. I'd say um, so. <laughs> so, uh, guys, to our listeners, thank you so much for listening and supporting us. You can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, we're all over the place. Go check out our website, www.hmawrestling.com. We post articles. Um, shout out to, uh, oh, Mike Finn. He wrote an article for us, on, and it went on uh, Win Magazine article about us and and how we got started with home mat advantage um thank you so much to mike for uh for doing that shout out to uh the defensive pin who uh who listens to our stuff and uh you know who's pretty supportive so thank you dude and uh sam thank you that's a lot of thank yous and not a lot of time <laughs> well done dude it's impressive thank you. Thanks, man. all right uh, uh, Bo, you got anything for us? Any closing thoughts? Uh, just thanks for having me on. I, I appreciate it a lot. It was a lot of fun talking to you guys, and you know, best wishes in the future to both of y'all. Awesome. Anything thanks else, Sam? So much. No, I just I just hope we can uh, get Bo on some other time again to uh, talk more wrestling. It'll be great. Absolutely. Let me know. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>